What's good, people? Handy Mayhem. Back again. Uncle Hotep. Episode 7. Man. Rough day. Rough rough weekend. I had a family member, a good cousin of mine, that passed away from uh, pancreatic cancer. So, they come down about that, but... Hope she's in a better place. Um, it's funny how life is. Uh, life's too short, so you got something to do, you better do it. I'll tell you that much right now. But uh, I wanted to start this off. Rest in peace. To, rest in peace to her. Rest in peace to Sharon. Uh, Sharon, my cousin Sharon. But uh, I wanted to start this off. I want to delve into some rap music. <laughs> Uh, some hip hop. I haven't uh, spoke on that on any of these podcasts. Um, I definitely don't listen as much rap uh, as I used to. Um, I'm old enough to remember MC Shan versus uh, KRS One. I remember <laughs> the original battles. I'm old enough to hear it on. Remember hearing it on the radio. So I was almost uh, pretty much there from the beginning of. Uh, hip-hop, but it's been a while, uh, hip-hop's been going strong, but, uh, I haven't listened to it much lately, I can't, I just can't get into some of these people out here, like, I'll, I'll listen to some of the big artists, but, I'd be looking on the timeline, and I see what these people are talking about, and I'm like, I'm not gonna listen, I'm not even gonna download some little Kodak, or a little Uzi, or a little Yaki, or any, any of these Akatas that got little in their name, I'm not, I'm not even gonna waste my time downloading, I'm not even gonna waste the, the megabits and the gigabits on my computer to download this shit, so I'm not even listening to that shit no more, um, just gives a little background of my thoughts. My favorite MC of probably all time is Nas. Um, probably close second is Joe Budden. Um, I like Ghostface. Uh, um, Hove was, was alright. He wasn't definitely not one of my favorites. But he, he's definitely had, had some skills. Um, and I listen to a lot of backpack rap. Well, I used to listen. I used to like... Uh, Talib Kweli, Most Def, uh, uh, Nonfiction, MF Doom. Um, trying to think of some others, but yeah, I, I didn't. I never really got into trap rap. Like I did for a minute. Like I used to, like when trap was starting to go get heavy. I was probably deep into the back rap backpack rap genre uh, and that's probably still one of my favorites but um, it's not as prevalent I don't even know anybody even making backpack rap anymore but I used to listen to guys like I I think like when that time was coming up when trap was really pop started popping like when the T.I.'s and the Gucci's and the, um oh damn what the fuck is his name what the hell is that nigga's name? Hold on. Let me think of this guy's name. Um, Jeezy. That's the guy I was thinking about. Um, 
when they finally started popping off, I probably wasn't. I really didn't listen to them. I was still, I was still heavy in the Nas and uh, nonfiction and like most deaf in the um, Quale and them guys. But uh, so it's not one of my favorites. But I I did eventually get into it because it is pretty. You can listen to it if you want to work out. Like I was heavy in the gym. That's some good workout music because of the bass. The production on it, it all sound the same. It doesn't all sound the same, but that's good music. You could, that's good bass music you can work out to. And I'm like a lot. I like do like some of them. Probably Jeezy was probably. I did like Jeezy a little bit. Some of his stuff. I can't fuck with Gucci, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, T.I. is okay. Um, I mean, he can rap a little bit, but I, I never got the. Uh, I never got the, the the gist of him. I, I I guess I do understand. He can rap a little bit, but he wasn't. He wasn't ever my favorite. If it came to the trap, I liked. Uh, I like Jeezy. I don't know if you can consider Rick Ross trap. I guess you could, but I couldn't fuck with nobody else really. But I wanted to get into. Somebody on the timeline, these Akatas were discussing trap music, and and one thing I as as I got a, it became apparent, and now I look at things, I you you really can't like support trap music. You're a parent, man. You got that stuff. Got to go. You know what I mean? Once you become a parent, you see like some of the stuff like other people were telling talking about when they were had voiced some concerns with hip hop music. And uh, and that's another reason I don't hardly listen to it. Like I'm in the car now. I have my daughter in the car. I put some classical on and stuff like that. I've been listening to a lot of classical music lately. But these Akatas were online, and they were discussing who started trap music. Not only were they asking who who started it, they were. It's like. A big moment in black history who started trap music. Trying to figure out who who to give credit to for trap music. And it, it, it sort of, I was reading some of the responses. It was either Gucci or T.I. I seen one Negro talking about it was Rockham from Payton. Because when he put in his album Payton Full, it had a... <laughs> all the beats and stuff like that. I'm like, come on, no. And Rockhead was never a, any type type of trap artist. Um, just to explain what trap, I, I should have st- said this in the beginning. Trap is like a subgenre of rap, where the heavy discussion is flipping bricks and selling bricks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you have you hear a lot of drug talk. You hear a lot of gun talk in trap music. But it really originated in the South. Um, Hip hop started in the East, then the West had it, then Wayne had it, and then during the time like when when the South started popping off with Lil Wayne and them guys, I know I might be missing some people, but when the South started really popping off, then trap started, and I, and I it was in between. I mean, it was the Gucci, Jeezy, or T.I. You take your pick. 
as far as artists is concerned. But you know me, Uncle Hotep. I had to dig a little bit deeper. Now, since the subject matter of trap music is drugs and guns, selling work, shooting your peep, shooting people, robbing the plug, getting getting dope from the plug. I had to rethink, and I think I'm dead honest, dead 100% right on this. I had to rethink who started trap music. Ronald Reagan in the CIA started trap music. It's undeniable. It's undeniable. You ask any black American, left-leaning black American, and one of the biggest things they will say about what is the cause of black community, how did drugs get, how did drugs and crack get into the black community? Now, I don't know if this is true or how much they can uh, uh, put to this. You know, this is like, uh, you may almost say urban legend, whatever. I think there are, there is some connections with CIA pumping drugs in, in, in South uh, California. We know that back in the 80s and 90s. That's like pretty undeniable. I mean, because the, the CIA has to fund some of their uh, off-the-books Operations and they gotta sell drugs to do it to fund it. Well, the Negro and the Akata, the Akata, they will blame. They put blame, and you could ask anybody. You could even Google it. They will blame Ronald Reagan and the CIA for pushing crack, cocaine into the black communities to destroy the black communities. And fill up the jails. Now since they say that. How can you not. Say. That the grandfather. Of trap rap. Is the one and only. Ronald Reagan. And the CIA. It's a fact. It's a fact. It's crazy. So I think that's pretty much undeniable. So, but if you can say that they are the Ronald Reagan and the CIA are the grandfathers of trap rap, then I think you can uh, say this art form or this sub culture of the art form of rap was invented by the man that further destruct the black communities <laughs> you know and the, and the thing is the akata will defend trap to the death i tell these people online i told his brother online trap needs to die Y'all going to be talking about selling bricks for another 30 years? It's been a good 15 years they've been rapping about, they call it trap music. A good decade, over a decade. 
Y'all still going to be rapping about selling drugs? I don't get it. You know what they say? You need to be pistol whipped. <laughs> you need to be slapped. You're a coon. You're a Tom. This, that, and the fucking third. That's what they tell the Uncle Hotep. That's how they talk to Uncle Hotep. When, they, when Uncle Hotep tells them trap music needs to die. How can you be an adult black American and not see trap music needs to die? And then the white liberal will come in and try to save the day saying, how does trap music, how does that influence the youth? Playing fucking dumb. I, if, I, if I could smack them through my fucking phone, I would have did it. You Let's act like Lil Wayne has to have a whole generation of, of kids out here drinking lean. Every video got some double cups. I seen a video online, a guy a, a, a dropped his lean on the ground and cracked and busted the bottle. He fucking up trying to sap the lean spilled everywhere on the ground. <laughs> he trying to scrape the lead, the lead up and put it in another container. And then he's licking his fingers in the lead. Come on, like Jesus Christ. Come on, how can you not say what, what you put in your mind? What you what you see and what you hear. That's the only way you can learn anything. So if you have good positive messages, it will help you. If you put shit in your ears, nine times out of ten, the shit has to come out, don't it? How many kids that listen to Jay Z talking about flipping bricks? Tried to flip some bricks to start a record company to be the next Jay-Z. <clears throat> Failed. And then they get locked up and they go to jail. Got spent a decade in jail for selling the white man's dope. Selling Ronald Reagan's dope. You can't tell me trap music didn't affect the black community. That's why I said it needs to die. But you can't tell the Akata that. They hard-headed. They want to know who started trap. Oh, <coughs> they want to know who started trap music. <coughs> so they can give them give the person the proper credit. And and um the what the reason that this this uh, discussion started on the timeline was cuz XXL they thought Master P started Trap music. Well, I mean, which was debatable, but like I said, I broke down why Ronald Reagan and the CIA are the actual starters of trap music. You can call it what you want, but a hotel will never steal you wrong. Let me get into another hip hop artist Azalea Banks. Zelda Banks has been banned, has been thrown in Twitter jail. <laughs> they haven't, <clears throat> they haven't had Twitter jail in a minute, but she has been suspended. I'm not sure if I touched in the last episode, but she was cussing out Zane uh, from One Direction. One, yeah, One Direction. 
I keep was I was saying one dimension on a video. She called cussing out Zane on one dimension, called him a, a packy, a faggot, and a whole bunch of other derogatory terms. Something about she didn't he didn't respect her music. Then Skay Jackson, S K A I Jackson. I guess she's a uh a black actress. Uh, she's young. She's a child actress, 14. She had tweeted something about Azalea Banks needs to calm down. And if you know Azalea Banks, she's a female MC artist. She'll go in on Twitter on anybody. I haven't heard one bar of her music. <laughs> I think I was I downloaded one just to hear <clears throat> hear what she was talking about, but. I haven't heard that shit yet. I've been meaning to listen to her project just so I can say how trash she is or how trash she isn't. But I wanted to get some background on her music. But I haven't got around to it. Everybody knows her from her Twitter talking shit. So between those two events, the next day she got banned. Now she's on Instagram, cop and please. <clears throat> Sorry. Talking about the, is the white man and, and mental health is what causing her to act crazy. Whatever. <laughs> but bring that up. Let's say this. This hasn't been the first time Azalea Banks has caused a stir by talking shit on people. Uh, about a month previously, she got into got into it with Wale. And she said some derogatory things to Wale. She told Wale, everybody, every black man like you needs to get locked the fuck up. And a black man can't do nothing for you. For She also said to Sarah Palin, she thought something said was attributed to Sarah Palin so she went off on Sarah Palin and she told Sarah Palin I should get you raped by a, black, <laughs> a bunch of niggas. A bunch of black men rape her for punishment, for talking shit on her. Basically saying black men ain't worth shit and are in <clears throat> and if you're saying you want somebody to get raped, you're saying it's going to be especially worse if she gets black men to do it. She doesn't think highly of black men. She'll tell you that um, herself. Um, she's a black woman that loves white men. and Which is, of course, is whatever <laughs> is fine if she wants to be that way. But <clears throat> she gets a pass for that. If you know the black community, you get a pass for that. Yeah, you know it won't work the other way. But that's another discussion. So, my thing was, how did she get suspended for calling Zane a packy and a faggot? But telling every black man, black man, he should go to jail and ain't worth shit. And then s suggesting someone should be raped by a bunch of black men. <clears throat> Trying to assume that uh, these black men are animals. 
And so that'll be worse punishment. How'd she not get suspended for that? How low on the totem pole is the black man in America? <clears throat> he's obviously low. He's probably, if I don't know what's low, but you, below the black man in America. I don't know, maybe the American Indian. I, I, I have no idea. But what if she can't be suspended for talking about raping some, having somebody raped and then wishing jail on her fellow race? How she gets suspended for this? And, and I know people are going to say, <clears throat> throw in. She did say some slick shit to the Disney artist, Skay Jackson, the meme girl. Like, I didn't even know who this person was. All she uh, she's really known for <clears throat> is a goddamn meme that she's sitting there looking petty. <laughs> but uh, I, I found out she's a Disney artist, and so I guess she's on Disney somewhere. One of those Disney channels or whatever for kids. But I'm uh, one. I want to say one thing to the people that listen. Sky Jackson did not tweet Azalea Banks. <clears throat> I'm. I bet anything. I'll bet a couple shekels that Sky Jackson's mother saw the whole because Azalea Banks was trending on Twitter. Sky Jackson's mother's said, well, let me get in on this and get some more publicity from my daughter. So she laid the bait out there. And Azalea, who's <clears throat> too high-strung to think clearly, took the bait, and they had a little back and forth. But I don't think that was Sky Jackson tweeting from that account. I guarantee you that was her agent or her mother did that. Because now that upped Skay Jackson's profile. <clears throat> I don't know if Skay, Sky, I might be saying her name wrong. The meme girl. Y'all know who I'm talking about. So it just puzzles me that she, it, it, well, it doesn't puzzle me. I, I, I know that you black man in America, you, <laughs> nobody worried about your black ass. And this is what I find funny with these feminists that say black men are oppressing them and black men practice patriarchy. If if you can be degrade a black man just like that and have no consequences to you, but you <clears throat> halfway degrade, don't even say anything is worse to a little girl in a packy, Zane. Nobody worried about the black man in America, man. Come on, you need to come off that fucking shit. You feminists need to shut the fuck up. God damn. Oh. Craziness, man. Let me get back in this election nomination. <clears throat> They're still talking about third party. I'm still hearing... Some third party rumblings, quote unquote, trying to save the Republican Party. 
people talk about Trump isn't conservative enough. These people worship at the Church of Conservatism. Why? What is more important? An ideology or preventing Hillary Clinton and their ideology getting the White House and electing the Supreme Court justices? Which is more important? These conservatards, that's all they worry about. And, 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 and then my point is, when have y'all been really conservative? <clears throat> the most conservative candidate on that stage was Rand Paul. And you conservatards did not back him one bit in the least. Y'all try to throw some fucking Ted Cruz on there out here. You know damn well Ted Cruz was not going to win anything in a general election. Oh, if y'all was really worried about conservatism, you would have backed Rand Paul and ran with it. Y'all don't want to black Rand Paul. And we know this because when uh when Bibby came to the gave his speech, y'all had the cameras on Rand to see how fast he clapped. <coughs> and he didn't clap fast enough. <laughs> he didn't clap hard enough for Bibby, so you knew he was out. Y'all really tried to ride out there with some fucking Jeb Bush, some Rubio, some fucking Cruz. Try to jump on Carly Fiorino's fucking bandwagon. You never Trumpers are still out here tweeting. Like you got some fucking nerve. It's over. It's over. You never Trumpers, you people that worship at the Church of Conservatism, it's over. This is Trump's party now. You might as well get on board and try to ride it out. Like, how can some people literally say they would rather vote for Hillary Clinton than Donald Trump? And there's plenty of these people out. I don't know about plenty, but there's people out here trying to trying to run with that. The people that are trying to run with that, to me, they're they're fairly concerned with. They're not concerned with the domestic policy. They're not concerned with the budget. They're more concerned with the foreign policy. And that goes back to these neocons. These neocons wanted to shape, reshape the Middle East. You had that general talk about they were going to go into these, I don't know, was it five or seven countries? And we've almost been in all of them so far. Libya, Iran, Iraq, Syria. Um, I don't know, was Sudan on the list? There was another couple other ones. But these neocons, they want to reshape the Middle East, man. If you look, if you look up Google PNAC and Google their, uh, it was a think tank, Washington think tank, and see what their 
foreign policy objectives are, and you look at the last eight years, these foreign policy uh, objectives that have been met or attempted to be met, including Bush's presidency, you see Obama hasn't skipped the beat. They took out Gaddafi. They used the same objective um, uh, reasoning in Syria, quote-unquote chemical weapons, knowing damn well Daesh or ISIS or ISIL or whatever you want to call them, them sand niggas this week, used that against the Syrian people. God bless Assad, can't Assad the Assad, you know what it is. But Obama was too, I give Barry, you can even look at it two ways. You can either either give Barry credit for not wanting to use American troops in Syria or say, you, if you don't use American troops in Syria, you're going to have to give weapons to unsavory characters. Quote, when I mean unsavory characters, I mean terrorists. He going to sit there and flim flam and say it was moderate opposition. Barry, please. I don't want to call you. Nigga, since the comedian call you, called you nigga. Nigga, please. I don't know goddamn moderate opposition. The motherfuckers are terrorists. You get millions and billions of dollars to terrorists to fight, to try to take down Assad, and they can't even fucking do it. And Putin fucking moved his chess piece and bombed him back to goddamn Stone Age for a couple months. All he had to do was give Assad and them breathing room. And he beat, beat most of them back. They're on the run. So we spent millions and millions of dollars when the objective was to take out Assad and a regime change in Syria. That was wasted because you're not going to have a regime change in Syria. You're not going to put in a puppet uh, elected official or whatever you want to call it. Now, maybe you got to you got to think of these things in a couple ways, though. You always got to expect that maybe this was the end result. I mean, the, the wanted result is the SAA has, they're, they're making great gains in the country, but it's no means totally secure. Um, there's still pockets of resistance in, of uh, ISIS and Daesh or whatever you want to call these sand niggas. I think they still got their capital, Raqqa. But they lost the the Daesh and them, ISIS have lost plenty of territory. So maybe they wanted it as somewhat stalemate, or they want to, or maybe they just want to divide Syria up. <clears throat> I think most of the uh, smart people in think tanks say they want to divide Syria up into a couple through ethnic lines, you know. Uh, Sunni, Shia, Kurds, the Muslims, the Muslims, 
they got a different they uh they got several different uh sectarian lines so but I think really deep down it's just a land grab by you know who but it is what it is <laughs> But if, if, if this is the same thing about Barry, if 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 my goal was to take out Assad, I would have had to, I would have used, I wouldn't have gave. That's why I can't agree on his foreign policy, and that's why I, I think uh, his presidency, his foreign policy is is worse than Bush's. Because if you were gonna go to, if the end objective was to take down Assad, you got to use your own troops. Know how unpopular that might have been in America. I'm gonna have to say, yeah, we got to do this. And I think he was probably charismatic enough to pull it off, but he went. He didn't want to do it that way. He wanted to do it the uh, the old what they did back with the Soviets and arm these characters will end up biting in the ass. That's one of the main reasons. Not only why are you going to give you're going to give weapons just like you did when you gave when you Osama. You use Osama to fight the Soviets in Russia, then you're going to flip him and use him, quote-unquote, as the scapegoat or the perpetrator in 9-11. I don't know if he did or if it's jet fuels. Jet fuel can't melt steel, steel beams. I don't want to get into that. That's, a, that's another discussion. Maybe I'll get into that one day. I'll do a podcast on that. But the, the, back to that. The neocons, their objective is regime change in the Middle East. And Hillary, if you listen to her speeches, that's the route she is going to go. She talked about no-fly zones in Syria. Now, if you know about no-fly zones, that's the same MO they used in Iraq and the same MO they used in Libya before they went in. And before they blasted Gaddafi to bits. So you know if she wants to put a no-fly zone in Syria. Another military action after the no-fly zone has been in effect for a couple years. Is soon to come. So these quote-unquote conservators, true conservatives who are nothing but neocons in sheep's clothing. That's what they want to do. They want to spend all that money to reshape the Middle East for who I don't know, for them, for they. Yet they claim they're conservative. What is conservative about that? Where is the conservative? My point about this whole discussion is where is that conservative ideology that you people, you people, say you want to Reserve and respect and hold on to and you don't want Trump to trash it. Where is that when it comes to this foreign policy, which is anything but conservative? People kill me, man. You people kill me, man. Now, if you look at the polls... Trump and Hillary's it's getting closer. It's getting tight. It's getting tight. It's getting tight. 
I think Trump is leading in Ohio. I think he's down a point in Michigan or tied in Michigan and down a point in Pennsylvania. And they look doable. November is a few months away still. And there's a lot of time that can happen. A lot of momentum. Momentum. Old man Mo. I think he can pull Pennsylvania. I live in Pennsylvania. I mean, outskirts of Philly, suburbs of Philly. Not really close, but it's still considered suburb of Philadelphia. I, when I go in the gym with my Trump hat, I get a, I mean, sometimes I get a few a few talks. I'm going to put my Trump hat on for one, finish this podcast up. I get a, I get a few, yeah, man. We got, I get, these white folks are sick, man. They, they fed up. They're done. They're tired of this bullshit, man. They can't go through another four to eight years of this bullshit. Obama had his run. They tired of it. And my thoughts has always been um, this country has gone too far left. And you can see with Obama with this transgender fight. <laughs> Jesus, it's the fight for the new civil rights era today. It's the new civil rights battleground is transgender bathrooms. Who the fucking thought this bullshit? The country is going too far right. So it's going to swing back. No, the country's going too far left. So the country's going to swing back right. These normies. So I think Trump has a good chance. You know, he's not going to win Philadelphia. But I think the suburbs outside of Philadelphia, he has a good chance. Some of these people out here has lost their jobs. These people that work in these factories, they, their jobs have gone to Mexico to be cheap. Now you can argue he's Trump might go about it the wrong way with trade instead of deregulating some businesses. But Hillary's not even going that far. I think this might be the end for Hillary. I think they might pull. I might. I. Deep down, if it looks like they can't pull, it won't be close enough that they can't pull some shenanigans. Or it looks like Hillary is going to lose. I don't know, man. I think they might hammer, try to get her out of there and remove her. Because the Bernie people... They don't want to vote. They're never Hillary. A lot of the Bernie people are never Hillary. Never Hillary. Hashtag never Hillary. I think there might be more never Hillary's than never Trump's. Well, no, no, let me take that back. There's not more never Hillary's than never Trump's. But there's more pro-Trumps than pro-Hillary's. And there was a poll. I can't remember which state. It was about Bernie people and uh, 
feel the burn people and who would they vote for if Bernie wasn't on the ticket. 30% said they vote for Trump. And I can't remember what the other percentage was. It wasn't high they were saying vote for Hillary. I think it was like 30-30. It was a 30 30 40 I'd have to look it up. I should have had it looked up for this. But a lot of people would vote for Hillary and a lot of people were staying home. A lot of people were going to vote for Trump and a lot of people were staying home. Some people were said they would vote for the the for Hillary, but it wasn't a lot. So Trump's going to get a bump. That's why Trump has been talking up Bernie in all his speeches. Trump has played a master. He's been a master election campaign so far. He's got some smart people with him. That's why I know he can do this. He, he if listen, if he can get in the White House, I know the bankers, the banker, the banks, the bankers, they might try to crash the economy and fuck with him. But I think he might be able to get shit done. Just look at his election. Let's look at he's he's playing check chess. They're still playing checkers. Like today, Hillary had a tweet talking about Trump. He said for uh, for women, he wants <laughs> for equal pay, they'll get e- for equal work, they'll get equal pay. Him talk about women because Hillary's on this big gender gap, which is non-existent, which is bullshit. Everybody knows it. But she's on this big equal pay for women spiel. But if you break down what he said, that's what you should want. If the women do equal work, then women get equal pay. I don't believe she still got the tweet up. It proved I'm like, what else do you want? Hillary is playing for these feminists. They don't know the majority of America does it is like in like more a lot towards the middle. These rock hard, super left feminists. Nobody wants to deal with these people. They can't stand them. And Hillary's not even a feminist anyway. She don't give two shit about women's rights. She only pay the women on her staff as much as she pay the men. At all. All them rapes Bill did. She buried them rape uh, rape accusers. Threatened them with uh, <coughs> bodily harm. Put the goon squads after them. That was Hillary. She did that. She's, I think she's getting desperate. She even said she don't know what's, what's in Area 51. She was going to look to releasing all the Area 51... Uh, <laughs> She evidence uh, classified stuff that they got. Now she's begging for the conspiracy crowd. <laughs> I'm still waiting for them to go back to the moon. <laughs> so I don't even know what they got in Area 51. 
it might not be much of anything. Um, I'm not really a big, uh, I read a couple stuff, but never really a big, uh, conspiracy on that. Um, I don't know. It, it could be, you you rationally think there should be some alien life out in the universe somewhere. But for them to have made contact and kept a secret all these years is, that's another thing. And to me, it's like, if they do anything, I can't even trust that they'll, they, they'll, it'll be, it'll be an alien. I, I, I think to me, it, my gut feeling is they'll release something to the whole world to see, but it'll be like the wizard of Oz. You'll see this big, uh, uh, big man, but behind it is nothing but another man. They're they're doing some trickery and shit. Like they had that blue light. Uh, what was it? A couple years ago, last year, a blue light in the sky, and it was ended up being just a rocket, uh, a new rocket. Uh, well, I don't know if it was new or not. It was a rocket test they held at night. I think it was last year over Cal. It was last year in California. All Twitter, everybody was thinking it was the aliens, this, that, and the third. It was a fucking rocket test. Why they were testing a rocket at night, I don't know. But if you were just looking at it, you were like, damn, it looks like a, um, it looks like an alien craft or some shit. <laughs> like, it had a big blue light behind it. It was the propulsion and everything else. I think they've got, when their tech, when the human's tech gets good enough that they can fake an alien, that's when they'll do something. Because they'll fake it. Now, whether they got this tech from aliens and just fucking uh, reverse engineered it and they finally mastered it, that's another story. But, I don't know. But let's believe, best believe it'll be planned. So, I can't, like I said, I'm still waiting for them to go back to the moon. (laughs) So, uh, you know where I'm getting, coming from, from that angle. Let me get into basketball. Listen, game seven tomorrow, Toronto versus the Heat in Toronto. <clears throat> He's going to have to win this game. Um, If it was Stern, I know it, the Heat would win this game. No way in the world they're, like Stern would throw away a LeBron versus uh, D-Wade uh, Eastern Conference Finals matchup. <laughs> No way Stern would have. But with Silver, I don't know. They might, they might, they might, they might throw Toronto in there. We'll see. They might best team win. Because um, it, 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 I just hope it's a good game. It can go either way. They can, because they've been, I don't know, every game in, uh, Toronto, they had these people outside cheering. So even if it was a away game in Miami, they have a whole bunch of people watching the game. So <laughs> you can either big up the city, the six, as Drake uh, used to call, likes to call it. You can get a superstar that angle, but the basketball wise, we want to see Kobe versus uh, I mean LeBron versus D Wade in the finals. And, I mean, the Eastern Conference Finals, that would be some sick shit. Now, in the Western Conference Finals, we got 
Golden State versus Oklahoma City. I don't think Oklahoma City won a game against Golden State this year. Um, I think if... Now, see, Golden State's defense plays too good. Um, that's one thing. And uh, see, Oklahoma City... If Westbrook and Durant play hard, like if you give them four good games, they should be able to win those four games. But they need somebody else. And Waiters has been having a good, he had a good series against San Antonio. He's one of the reasons they won. And for the fact that uh, Steven Adams and Cantor wrecked shop in the middle. Now, with Golden State, they got a decent front court with Bogut and Draymond Green. He's going to be able to pull the power forward out, Ibaka. But I don't think Westbrook plays too piss poor defense. They're not going to be able to contain Curry. And Clay is going to get his buckets too because. I mean, they're two guard. Roberson, he played all right defense, but run off screens and then have them, that backcourt is just, it's just unreal. Curry's just unreal, man. Um, he got back to back MVPs, and LeBron gave a half ass slick diss compliment on. Talk about if you want to define who's the most valuable and all this other shit. This is your last chance, LeBron. I fully expect Golden State to get past Oklahoma City. Because um, I just don't think Russell... You're going to have to contain Curry somewhat. You're going to have to get... He might get hurt. You never know. But if he's... Is he, if he's healthy... I don't see how Oklahoma City com contains him enough that he doesn't light their ass up. Any good point guard can get off against Golden. I mean Oklahoma City because Russell Westbrook doesn't play no fucking defense. And Golden State Warriors play great defense. They're a great defensive team. So, LeBron's going to get his chance. This is the most cowardly shit I ever heard. All he had to do is just give the man his props. He didn't want to half-ass give him his props. Talking about what's most valuable. Just stop, man. He see the writing on the wall, man. Curry coming for his spot. Curry coming for his spot. Now, I'm not going to give a prediction for the... Uh, Finals till we get the matchups, but I think it's going to be. I think that's the matchup we want to see. We want to see Golden State versus um, Cleveland. I think Golden State gets past OKC at six. I think. I don't know about the Cavs and my, the Heat. That could either go five or it can go seven. I don't know. Because I fully expect Wade to go off. 
And I'll say one thing about Wade. I always thought he was comparatively like when it was AI, Kobe, and Wade. I was like, man, I, I seen Wade play live a few times, man, as a bad boy. Now, injuries slowed him down a bit, and he doesn't, um, if he didn't have those injuries, he clearly could be up there with going against Bean. He's real. I'm telling you, when he was on his heyday, Wade was a monster. So, he might be able to win two games. We don't know. We'll see. But yeah, that could, that series can go either way, because cause Cleveland has been playing well, but this should be their first, their stiffest test. So I know they swept the last series, but they, they're not going to sweep the Heat. I wish. Well, I don't know if Whiteside is playing, so that might be a, a different outcome on the series. If White if Whiteside plays and plays decent, they'll definitely can go six or seven games. But if he's out, this might thing might just go five. You never know. Because Lee Cleveland has been playing well. So I fully expect to see Cleveland versus Golden State Warriors. And when that happens, I'll give my uh, final prediction on that. Alright, that's all I got for Episode 7. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to get back at it uh, in a few days. And uh, hit me up on Twitter at Handy Mayhem. And uh, please uh, like, please subscribe to my YouTube channel out there. Uh, you can find it on my Twitter page. All right. Love, peace, and hair grease, man. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Peace.